Hey, you're listening to Cut for Time, a podcast from Faith Church located on the north side of Indianapolis. My name is Claire Kingsley. Each week, I'll sit down with one of our preaching pastors to discuss their Sunday sermon. Cut for Time is a look behind the scenes of sermon preparation, and they'll share with us a few things that we didn't hear from the sermon on Sunday. Thanks for listening. Hey, Jeff. Welcome back to Cut for Time. Thanks. Good to be with you. Jeff, why don't you give us a run through from your sermon on Sunday? You preached from Galatians chapter 3, verses 10 through 14, and titled your sermon, Redeemed from the Curse. What did you preach on? Yeah, it's this passage in uh, Galatians 3. Uh, Joey did a great job the week before uh, talking uh, this series of rhetorical questions that the Apostle Paul is asking. Uh, like you, you started following Jesus knowing that it was by faith in him, and, and now you're tempted to return back to sort of keeping God's commandments as a way of identifying yourself as God's people. And, and that passage ended with this uh, statement then that, that those who are of faith are blessed with Abraham who is the man, the exemplar of faith. And, and then he goes right into this next statement. It's a, it's a contrast that starts out this statement. Because all who rely on Torah, all who rely on the law, are under a curse. As for it is written, cursed is everyone who doesn't abide by everything written in the book of the law. Instead, though, the righteous will live by faith. So there's this real contrast that's going on in this passage where Paul wants to bring out uh, and, and really drive home this point that trying to have an identity before God, marking ourselves out as God's people based on law keeping, based on God's law, doesn't produce any righteousness. It doesn't mark us out as God's people. All it does is condemn us. And that's what Paul really wants us to see and to try and drive home. That uh, obedience to God's law is a response to his graciousness, but it's not what makes us God's people. And it can never be the measure of sort of who's a good Christian, who's, uh, who's really walking with God, who has God's approval and blessing. That kind of way of trying to live with God only brings curse and condemnation, as Paul puts it. Uh, and and Paul wants us to grab onto that and and live out of that recognition. Mm -hmm. um, Jeff, could you explain a little bit more around this idea of the curse? It's maybe just not language that we <laughs> use in like day to day language, or if we do, it's from like a Disney movie. Um, so, what does it mean when Paul says the word curse, and how can we like uh, you know what, how can we relate to that? Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not about using bad words, which is maybe how we might think of curse. Uh, that idea gets a little towards what the Bible is talking about, what Paul is talking about here. Uh, to curse means to call down judgment upon. Uh, it's the idea then, uh, really biblically, of exclusion, uh, judgment, condemnation being. Uh, outside of relationship with God, who is the source of all life and good and blessing. Uh, so if we think about, you know, when we, you know, talk about curse words or cursing someone or something, it's really getting to that idea of calling down God's judgment on. And 
in this passage, Paul is pointing out that's what the law does. All the law, the law is a good direction for our lives. The law is a reflection of God's will. The problem is not with the law itself. It's with our inability to keep it. And that inability to keep God's law ends up bringing the curse, brings, ends up bringing judgment and condemnation on us. We know what we ought to do. We don't do it. And then the temptation, though, because our hearts are just sort of driven to this wanting to have something in myself that I can boast of, mm. wanting to have some measurement that will let me feel like I've, I've met the standard. I'm, I'm a good person. I'm doing what, I, you know, I'm living the way I ought to live. It's just those people that aren't measuring up. Mm -hmm. And Paul says, no, that is the curse itself. That is what brings judgment, condemnation, exclusion on our own heads. And that's what Jesus has come to redeem us, to rescue us from. Jesus comes to take on himself the curse that our inability to keep God's law rightly deserves so that we're not only forgiven, but then we actually become people who are no longer trying to find an identity in measuring up. And then we're no longer trying to measure other people on their ability to come up to God's standard either. Paul's saying it's, it's, it's all one or the other. And so anytime we start to turn to God's law, God's standards, as the measurement for how other people are performing, he wants to see we're bringing the curse of the law down on our own heads. It was that I use the image of uh, the, the kind of the game of hangman, right? Like I've got an answer that you're supposed to guess that, that you're supposed to measure up to. And if, and if you don't measure up to it, you know, your, your little stick man gets hung and you lose the game. Mm -hmm. And Paul is saying, we really need to see ourselves as, erecting a gallows that we're going to hang ourselves on when we do that. The, the temptation is to say, well, I'm, you know, I'm in control of the game and I'm going to measure whether or not you're, you know, you guess the right letters and measure up to my standard. And he's saying when we're doing that, we're really creating a noose for ourselves. And, and it's, it's one or the other. Yeah. And, and that's what Jesus has come to rescue us from. And if, and if I could just see myself as doing that, it feels like I'm qualified to be a moral judge of whether or not people are measuring up. But that in itself is putting me under a curse that Jesus has come to redeem me out of. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So, Jeff, what's your prayer for our congregation as you're preparing to preach this message mm. and um, spending hours pouring over the text? How did you pray for our hearts to receive this message? And just what did you hope for us to hear and walk away with? Uh, well, those are, those are big questions. Uh, how much time do we have? Uh, we're going we're gonna to have to cut for time this cut for time. Uh, yeah. I think it's really for for me and for all of us um, to to drive home those two kind of the, the the two contrasting things that Paul is putting before us here. That one, my temptation, my tendency to want to judge and measure other people 
for how they're performing so that I can know whether they're, you know, friends or enemies, whether they're in or out, whether they're on the right side of the ledger with me or with God or whoever. It, whenever I'm doing that, I'm, I'm not bringing down a curse on them. I'm bringing down a curse on myself. That, that Paul really wants to help us interrupt that process. And, and that's part of the prayer that, uh, boy, as often as I want to look for something to measure other people that I could see, I'm not really cursing them. I'm cursing myself because that's all God's law can do. Yes, it can, it can give me a good, a good direction for life. It's wisdom for living, but it cannot be, it cannot do anything other than condemn. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm condemning myself and that, and that in contrast, what Paul is again trying to bring us back to is to see the beauty and the joy and the freedom of being declared right, of being righteous and justified before God by faith alone in Jesus Christ. The, the righteous will live by faith, Paul says, because Christ has taken the curse of the law for me. So... Paul keeps bringing us back to this, even though it may seem simple and, you know, foundational. Oh, yeah, of course, I know I'm saved by faith alone. Except in my day-to-day -day life, Paul's pointing out, I often don't live that way. And, and that's what Paul's prayer, I think, for us is. And what, what my prayer is, is I want to, oh, I want to live more into that reality. Uh, more of the joy of having been delivered from the curse of the law so that I'm, I'm living less and less looking for reasons to judge and curse others for their failures. Uh, because there's, there's, it's just, it's freedom and it's joy and it's life giving, you know, when, when we let go of that. Now, again, Paul in later chapters, of course, is going to plenty to say about, so then how do we live and, and how does God's truth shape us and grow us? But first, we've got to get right in our own heads um, what, what Paul's trying to point us towards, the, the freedom and the joy and the peace that comes from no longer putting myself in the position to decide whether people are measuring up. Yeah. And, and that's, that's uh, I want more of that. I, I want more of that for, for us because mm -hmm. that's what Paul's trying to drive us here and and then that becomes the basis for real unity in the gospel all, all the division all the conflict all the you know measuring and oh is that person is that person really following Jesus if you know they're doing that or they're not doing the other thing and Paul's saying oh oh don't you realize what you're doing to yourself when you do that you're, you don't have any peace and you're you're in danger of putting yourself under a judgment when you're we're constantly measuring and tracking and assessing. And that's what Paul wants us to be free from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jeff, why don't we close, if you don't mind, would you pray for us then and pray for that prayer yeah. for us over our congregation? Yeah, sure. The, the, the uh, the one last thing that that I'll that I'll use to lead into prayer was that statement I I ran across from uh, this lady Kristen Powers that I thought was just you know I heard a number of people mention boy that's that's a word to remember grace 
is giving people the space to not be me. And I think that is that's that just captures what Paul is getting at here. If I if <laughs> if God's giving me the grace to not be perfect, to you know, to, to say, no, you need a savior because you're not what you ought to be. Oh, isn't that true for everyone else we're running across? Uh, so yeah, with that, let me let me pray for us. Thanks. Father, thank you that though your law is good and your commandments are perfect and true and and they show us the way we ought to live, we confess that we don't live up to them and we need a savior. We need a savior for our own failures and then for our temptation, our tendency to want to judge and condemn and exclude people for the same failure to live up to the law that we ourselves exhibit. Thank you that Jesus is that Savior, that he took on our curse in order to redeem us from the judgment and the condemnation that your law brings. Oh, thank you, Father. We Help us, Father, because we know that it's true for us. So help us grow to be people that delight that it's true of others. Just as you have given us grace, for our failure to, to live up to your standard. Oh, help us to give that same grace to one another, to give people the space to not measure up in, in the same way that we don't measure up. That that would result, Father, in joy and freedom for ourselves and for others too. That we could proclaim for our brothers and sisters in Christ that they are redeemed, they are set free. They are forgiven freely by Jesus, just as we are, and that we can give one another grace in that. Help us to lay down our burden and our uh, self, self-imposed uh, position of judgment uh, to live freely instead by grace, because the righteous live by faith. Those who are declared right with you walk by faith, live by faith, and and give that same grace and assume the best about one another that you give to us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for redeeming us from the curse. Help us to not take it up. Help us to leave it behind and walk in the freedom of the children of God. By your grace, we pray with gratitude, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Cut for Time. If you wish to submit questions to our pastors following their sermon, you can email them to podcast at faithliveitout.org or text them into our Faith Church texting number, and we'll do our best to cover it in the week's episode. If this conversation blessed you in any way, we encourage you to share it with others. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week.